Hey everyone, how you doing today? Topic number two with Mr. Greg Dickerson. I actually brought up on my daily financial news this morning. I paused and said it's the scariest thing I've ever heard of. And I just had to ask another expert about it. So how you doing this morning, Greg? Doing great, Michael. Good so I don't to know see if, you. I'm doing, doing well, man. So um, I, I saw something this morning that scared, actually saw it yesterday, reported this morning. There's a bank in Denmark. It's called Danske, I think, D-A-N-S-K-E. They just put out a note that starting July 1st, like, what? Well, so what is that, like two months away? They're mm-hmm. going to start charging all of their customers who have savings accounts over $16,200. Get ready for this. They're going to charge them 1% interest. So now your savings rate at Dansky Bank, if you have over 16 grand, is negative 1%. I had to valid. I thought it was fake news. I thought it was, I went to their corporate website and sure enough, it's right on their corporate website. I'm like, Oh my God, this is not a joke. It, it, I'm scared. That's crazy. I wonder if you still get a free toaster when you open it. <laughs> I think you have to bring a toaster with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not only are you getting charged, you got to give them a TV and a toaster in order to open an account. Yeah, that is not. And so, and then what they what they it's on their on their website right Dank, Dansky Dansky Financial or something mm-hmm. I forget now it's frightening, but they're basically saying they have um they have too much money, that's what yeah. they're saying they have it the word they used is excess deposits, we have excess deposits I'm like, wow you have too much a bank has too much money I just that's that. That, you know, this is the first one. I've never heard of any other bank going negative on savings accounts. I've heard zero. Well, so, you know, this is the discussion that we're having in this country is what happens when, you know, what the Fed is doing, all the liquidity, um, zero interest rates no longer works. And guess what, folks, we're going to be testing that real soon because we're in a hyperinflationary stage and all of this liquidity is going to come home to roost at some point. So when that happens, what options do the Fed have? What what else can they do? And the only thing they can do is go to zero where you have um, negative rates, which means, um, you know, banks are going to have to charge you to hold your money because there's so much liquidity out there. And they, you know, that's the only way they can make any money is, you know, Uh. if they have to loan money out for free or even at a bonus, they have to charge depositors for that. So that's a very real consequence of what could potentially happen in this country. And you talk about the dollar, you know, value at jeopardy um, and your currency devaluation. It's already starting to happen abroad and, you know, it's potentially on the horizon for the United States. Well, I mean, let's, I just want to play this out, right? Again, I'm not saying, I'm not saying we in the U S or any of my bank buying banks will go negative, but I'm just, I'm looking at this going, if I was in Denmark and mm-hmm. that was my bank, what would I do? Well, first off, I get my freaking cash out of that bank, right? I'd go somewhere yeah. else where I'm treated better. I mean, that, let's just say that because I have no idea. Maybe that's the only bank in Denmark. I don't know anything about Denmark. I've been there once. So, but again, I'm just thinking as an investor, oh my God, leave this bank. Second, I got to buy some assets. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, really that's what it, it would come down to. I mean, you know, again, assuming I was paying debt, maybe I would pay debt down. I'm just trying to think what the hell I would do. Cause I still have to have operating income. I still have to have margin. I mean, do I just go buy a lot of crypto? Do I go buy Bitcoin and Ethereum and Litecoin and it, it just chain? I mean, oh, my brain hurts. Yeah, that's the argument for cryptocurrencies and, you know, the whole blockchain, you know, uh, network and technology is, 
you know, decentralization of stores of value and currency so that you don't have to deal with banks anymore. You don't have to have credit card companies, you know, instant transactions, things like that. So it's really interesting. But yeah, I mean, if all of a sudden my bank said, hey, we're going, which they sort of do, they charge you fees, this, that, and the other, you know, but if they started saying, we're going to charge you for your deposits on a percentage basis annual, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, I'm, I'm going somewhere else yeah. or I'm going to find another way to transact you know, with my cash that doesn't require keeping it in a bank, Absolutely. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, right now there are no real solutions other than the crypto markets and they're so volatile right now that doesn't really make sense. And that's why, you know, the, again, those are stores of values. Those are assets. They are not currency. Yeah. I don't you know, think but currency, it is, it yeah. is, it's, you know, at some point the way that money could be potentially stored and exchanged but not not with like Bitcoin things like that because they're just too volatile. But a digital dollar, absolutely, where the Fed is the the you know central bank, um, and then you get rid of all of the other banks. You know that is a potential that that could yeah. be coming down the road. I mean, it's, I mean, the other thing I think about is God started. I'm really happy I own a lot of assets mm -hmm. because again, right in an environment where savings go zero, people again you you go buy assets. I mean, that's the answer, right? You you mm -hmm. you push away cash. And if you think prices are stupid today, and I think I think the economy, I think there's too much dollars chasing assets already today. I mean, the stock market would explode, real estate would explode, crypto would explode. I mean, I mean, you think they're expensive today? I mean, wow! I mean, I I, I read that, and I actually I it was the scariest thing I've read in years. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, and we've heard it. They've been talking about it happening in this country, and you know, happening in Europe. It, they're closer in Europe than here. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's a real interesting contemplation and what, what would people really do? And then if you start working towards a, a system where let's say the dollar is worthless and you know, um, there is no real exchange of, of currency in the, in the fiat sense, then what assets do you want to own? Do you want to be in stocks? What can you trade them for? You know, I mean, really at the end of the day, if you own a store and you're selling food, would you take somebody's stock in exchange for your food? Probably not. Mm -hmm. Because if the dollar's collapsing, then what's that company really going to be worth at the end of the day? Yeah. So what do you want to own? Where do you, people got to sleep? They got to eat. They got to put clothes on their back. They got to go to the doctor. They got to get educated. So the core services that we saw that were sustained through the pandemic when everything else got shut down, it were the essential services that kept going. Mm -hmm. uh, so those are the assets you want to own is that the, the, the yeah. businesses and the real estate that those businesses are housed in is at the end of the day, what you want to own if you're facing a situation like that, but it starts, you know, at certain levels. Uh, yeah. We are in some very interesting times. There's already two. I mean, first off there's excess savings. We've, we've heard about it. There's, you know, $1,400 checks and stimulus going out, which again is being saved by a, you know, a large percentage of folks. It's being required by some, I get it. It wasn't very, it wasn't targeted enough for my liking, but and what good. is the savings? What is the percentage that, that we're down to that they're now paying you for your savings? I mean, we're getting close. Yeah. It's 1%. Close. Yeah. It's, I think, yeah, I think one of mine is one. I think the other's like, it's point something. Yeah. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's not good. I mean, you used to be able to get 5% in the money market, CDs, all that, not too long ago. We're down to 1%. We're not too far away from where you're not going to get paid or it could actually cost you money, you know, to, to house your money at a, at a financial uh, institution. Frightening to think about. So anyways, I just wanted to share this with someone else. I had to get it off my chest. I didn't want to, I didn't want to think about it too much. <laughs> so thank you for being my sounding board. We're going to talk about inflation next. Thanks, Ray. Yeah.